The following is a hoop ball presentation. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to another edition of Round Ball Ramble. It has been a hot minute, but I am back. I'm your host, Corbin Ford. You can follow me on Twitter at Corbin MBA. Uh, it was a lot of mouth pain the last couple of days, last week and change, which ultimately results in two root canals and some heavy swelling, but we are mostly past it, and that is the explanation for the absence. But we are back, and we're here to ramble, and guess what? It is Fun Trade Friday. Yes, the second one. Remember our inaugural one last week with my friend, with my uh, trade partner here, host of the Cavs Central Pod. You can find him on Twitter, at JustinMatch26. Justin Matcham, how's it going, bro? You know it's going well. The Cavaliers are in a little bit of a lull, but there there are twenty other twenty nine other teams in the NBA. You know we got we got the the what's his face um, semi Ozilay game tonight. We got the Max Struess game, so we're we're having fun tonight. We're having fun. We're having fun. Now it says all we when you look at it, you say hey hey we're, we're doing good. You know what I mean? We're we're having fun. Hey, if you can't have fun, what what are we doing it for, right? Especially if you can't have fun. On um, Fun Trade Friday, what are you doing? Oh yeah, you're just you're just setting yourself up for failure, and it, honestly, it's not even worth it. So glad you all can join us. Uh, we're gonna get right to it. Fun Trade Friday, what is it? In case you missed last week, first shame on you. Second, um, you know it's all good. It was our first one. Fun Trade Friday drops on Friday. We look at some popular trades on Trade NBA. We really just talk about trade. So as trade season gets closer, we'll actually kind of transition down to legit. Um, you know, legit, um, what's it called? Excuse me. Real trade Losing, Friday. Losing, exactly. Legit trade Friday trade. conversation. Actual rumors. Yeah, I went blank there for a minute. Actual rumors, um, you know, things of that sort. Actual trades and break it down and it'll be a lot of fun. But for now, you know, we're, 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 we're just, pe- we're just men of the people right now. You know, we're part of the, of the, of the mass majority of, of mass majority. We're part of the majority of NBA fans who, just think up these trades and what me and, you know, Justin are going to do are come over here and look at some of them, break them down, see if they make sense. And if they don't, you know, we'll tell them whether they're fun or not. Because as Justin likes to say, it is a fun trade, even if it's not a good one. <laughs> and there you go. So with that being said, let's start with the number one trade. Me and Justin are going to take turns on these. I will break the first one. I'm going to read uh, basically the premise if there is one. Some people put it in the title. Some put it in the title with explanation on the bottom. Oh, this is fun. There's a little a little bit of both. So here we go. All right. This is from uh, Dame Time 19. Got a love name like that. Maybe, possibly, they're looking to make the Trailblazers look really good. So we'll see. All right. Title is Portland gets defense. Rockets get picks. Heat get offensive star. The Blazers also receive an unprotected first from Miami. Okay. So looking at this trade here. Seems like the Rockets will be getting Anthony Simons, Kelly Olynyk, Andre Iguodala, a 2022 first-round pick from Miami, and a 2025 first-round pick from Miami. Boom. The Heat will get Kenyon Martin Jr. and C.J. McCollum. Wow. And the Trailblazers will get Kendrick Nunn and Victor Oladipo. All right. So here's the reason here for Portland. If there are two things the Blazers have struggled with this season, it's this. The backup point guard position and perimeter defense. With this trade, Portland acquires a defensive-minded guard in Victor Oladipo and a backup point guard in Nunn. Nunn's elevated level of playmaking improves the Blazers' bench unit significantly. Uh, Simons is not a floor general, but Nunn can come in and become just that. Having a backcourt of Nunn and Trent Jr. would make make for a nice spark plug. 
Victor Oladipo star alongside Dame and provide an elite defense and a deep, different offensive game. With Jones Jr. and Covington not being terrific on-ball defenders, Victor Oladipo gives this team something they haven't had in a long time, an elite clamper. The projected starting five from uh, Dame Time 19 is Damian Lillard, Victor Oladipo, Derek Jones Jr., Robert Covington, and Yusef Nurkic. For Houston, the Rockets continue going down the rebuilding road. With Iguodala and Lillard off the books next year, they aren't adding salary. Anthony Simons is a young prospect that might be an excellent fit alongside Christian Wood. And the first-round picks sweeten the deal. And for Miami... Miami has an issue. The Heat is struggling in this season overall, so moves need to be made. The Heat already have a talented defensive team, but they struggle offensively. With this trade, they get CJ, who is having an all-star type year, can be the offensive engine Miami needs. He's averaging 26.7 points while shooting 47% from the field and 44% from three. He is having, he's been fantastic offensively this year. Acquiring CJ without giving up Hero or Robertson is a huge win for the organization, and Kevin Martin Jr. is also a young prospect. And this uh, starting five projected for Miami is Goran Dragic, who is now starting now, CJ McCollum, Jimmy Butler, Precious Etua, and Bam Adebayo. I believe both the Miami Heat and Portland Trailblazers go from pretenders to contenders with this trade. Well, that is what Dame Time 19 thinks. Justin, after hearing this mammoth blockbuster three-team trade, what says you? This was a spicy one overall. Um, yes. It's funny to me that Dame Time, who is obviously a Trailblazer fan, makes a trade that makes the Trailblazers significantly worse. Um, I'll break it down by team. First of all, the Rockets are giving up Kenyon Martin Jr. and Victor Oladipo and getting Anthony Simons two expirings and two firsts in return. That is an absolute haul for Victor Oladipo that is not going to happen. Um, I guess if you're looking at this from the, uh, the Heat perspective, there's, there's some sense to be made here. Um, I don't think K.J. Martin really gives them anything right now. But if you really just feel like you, know, you, you need to get another guy in there next to Jimmy and, and, um, and um, what's-his-face, uh, Bam Adebayo, you know, this is a good way to do it without giving up any significant pieces of your young core. But, like, what are you doing if you're the Trailblazers here? One, Victor Oladipo is a fine defender. He's not, I think, at his peak defensively, but he is not a clamper. Um, yes, the, the Trailblazers <laughs> are struggling on defense right now. Um, right now in the game, they're running these... Uh, Anthony Simons, Dame Lillard, Mello, Ennis Cantor lineups with uh, Harry Giles and Rodney Hood and whoever else in there. Obviously, they, they need some defensive presence. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is not that. Kendrick Nunn has bounced back a little bit this season, but I'm not really sure that moving forward I view Nunn in you know a better light than I do Anthony Simons. Um, I think they pretty much give you about the same as a player right now. And moving forward, I like Simons better. Um, that's just me. Mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo is such a and, and yes, the the if, if the goal here is to get off of money for the Trailblazers, which I won't, don't really see why it would be. I what for for what reason do you move off of CJ McCollum and Anthony Simons exactly. to get Victor Oladipo? That is such a clear dis, that, That's just such a clear downgrade in my eyes. I, I don't. It, it's disappointing to me that that Dane time. Is, is killing the Trailblazers right now. You know what? Yeah, it, it's it's. I, I, I'm, you're right. Like change for the sake of change isn't. It's something I would do in my GM. Even then, it makes me feel kind of 
kind of gross just to do it just to do it you know what i mean like if there's a a clear goal in mind i get it but this is i don't under like i understand i guess some of the logic at least behind trying to make the moves without actually making said moves you know what i mean season McCollum lighting it up to so trade him basically for victor Oladipo, who is still solid but not having nowhere near the year that cj McCollum is having you know like i i this is a career year for McCollum. you know what i mean i i don't know like it's just it's I don't get it. It's such a clear downgrade. I don't. Where did this train of thought that Victor Oladipo is now a better player than CJ McCollum come from? Like I said, other than cap relief, which for the Blazers who are just you know content on being a second round playoff team for the next you know thirty years, like what are they going to do with the cap space other than you know are they going to sign a player better than CJ McCollum? No. Just keep CJ. Why? Why bring in Victor again? It, yes, it stores up your defense a little bit, but you, you need what CJ provides, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And and you're not. I mean, that's something that you would you would prize. You know what I mean? Why would you? You know, I I, I, I don't yeah, know. Like you're you're not getting Marcus Smart here on the defensive end. It, it, Victor Oladipo is not that. Like he's fine, but. He's not a clamper. Yeah, no, he's not. And 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 you're saying you're trying to get one. Yeah. When's the last time the Blazers? I mean, um, like what Wesley Matthews back in like 2014, Nick Batum. I don't know if I call them clampers, but they were decent guys. Yeah. Um, I thought that you know Wes Matthews in that time period was a pretty was a, a good defender. I mean, other than that, as far as just a clamper. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure. I'd, I'd have to think about it a little bit more. But <laughs> this is not the trade for, for the Trailblazers to No, no. It just... It, <laughs> no. It's not is, what it's gonna is this at least a second-round exit? No. This is a borderline playoff team that will get smoked in the first round if they make it. So basically the 2021 Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, you're making all these moves for what? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, okay. Is it at least a fun trade, Justin? You are the barometer of that. Well, the day you're not here is the day I will be the judge. But until then, I ask you. Well, you know what? The Heat get CJ McCollum. I think McCollum, Butler... I think McCollum would be a really nice fit in Miami uh, next to, you know, Butler and Bam. Uh, you keep Duncan and Hero. That's 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 a fun team. So, yes, this team, this trade does not pass the realistic uh, test, but it does pass the fun test. So this is a fun trade. There we go. And that's the only verdict you need to know. Thank you, Dame Time 19. At the end of the day, your trade may not make the most sense on the court. You know, we're in the you know it's this. a fun trade. But it's a fun trade. And guess what? That's 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 all we need. That is for friends who do stuff together. And me and Justin are having a good time breaking your trade down. All right. Heading down to the next one. Whoa, this is a whammy. And uh, you know what? Mr. Uh, Assad Ansari76 says to please read description. So, Justin, have at thee. Hop over here to the next one here by, I'm not sure what the name is. It's, it's either, okay, is this Andrew Otto? Or is it Andre Watto? I'm not sure. But there's a zero at the end. Uh, we haven't done this one. Another spicy trade. The Lakers landing David Nawaba. Rockets getting Alfonso McKinney, 
2024 second and a 2023 second for David Nwaba. Um This is an interesting one, I guess. I'm not sure when um, David Nwaba's trade value all of, all of a sudden became two second round picks. But we'll read, we'll read the explanation. So comment. Right, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Lakers pull off a great trade here, interesting, and acquire a very nice piece to come off the bench that can both score the ball and play defense. Score the ball, debatable, play defense, yes. Um, Nawaba has been playing very good this season and has actually garnered quite a bit of interest lately. He's on a very cheap contract and could really help a contending team for the title. He can play the two or the three. Uh, not sure he's going to be playing the two a bunch. Valuable minutes off the bench for the Rockets. They get two second-round picks and a player to come off the bench, and Alfonso McKinney. Uh, not bad for a player nobody really expected to do well this season. Could the Rockets, better get, could the Rockets get a better offer? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, maybe IDK, he says, but this one from the Lakers is very fair. I don't believe it's worth a couple. I don't believe really he's worth a first, but a couple of seconds. If a team is willing to give up a late first for them, or for him, they should do it. But unfortunately, the Lakers can only trade 2026 first as of right now, and they won't do that to acquire, acquire Nwaba. Yeah. Okay. Here's you gotta my agree take there. <laughs> Here's my take on the trade. It's a fun trade. But um, anyway. Yeah, uh, Nawaba would be an upgrade over Alfonso McKinney. Um, Nawaba might be in like, rotation, but you are not giving up two second-round picks for David Nawaba. Where are you at on this court? I'm with you. Uh, no. I mean, it's pretty simple to me. I, I mean, if you could, I just don't understand why you – no. You're good. And even then, I think if you're looking for – I mean, yeah, he's not going to help you with the biggest issues that you may have if it's guarding like Kevin Durant or a um, it's another body, but it's another undersized body to go to Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or something like that. And you're giving a high premium for someone that's going to be just another rotating strong defender. The, the, the Lakers need more size maybe for sure. Um, but I don't think that he kind of helps in a position that they need help in specifically, at least not for that price point. If you get him like for free, sure. But now. Like you said, I think he could probably be had for a second. Like, I think one second round pick is fair here. There yeah, is not two. No reason to to give up a second second round. But even then, like I, I, you already have less than uh-huh. going for a first rounder. I'll just put that out there now. Yeah, even, yeah. I just even then I wouldn't do it. Like I don't see the. I don't know. For me, it's like, but why? You know, like the Lakers have a top five E. Defense. I mean, David Nwaba will help, but where was he even getting playing time? The offensive liability's gotten better in that area, but you already have enough people who aren't getting time. Wesley Matthews was starting for the number one team, Milwaukee Bucks, and he just got some playing time after being a do not play coach decision four games just because the Lakers have too many good guys. Like, I mean, that's Wesley Matthews. Yeah, they, you know what I mean? I just don't see. They have see Wesley any... Matthews there. They have Taylor Horton Tucker. Who exactly. Over him. Alex Caruso. Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah, definitely. You've got to find minutes for these yeah. guys. You know, um, you already said Marquise Morris, who was playing a good minutes for the uh, uh, finals, and he can barely get playing time. And these are all guys that have to be around LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And we're not even mentioning Dennis Schroeder. We're not even mentioning um, uh, the guy we just got, Montrezl Harrell. You know, like, there's so many good players. We don't need another guy who admittedly wouldn't be as good as them, has his own strength for sure, but we're giving up something to add to it. No, I... I I understand the idea behind it, but, like, I can see, like, the position of need. But I would say the Lakers' need of Nawaba is minimal compared to either a great, like, another player that could drastically, like, supersede somebody in the rotation or, or something that Nawaba 
just quite frankly isn't. Yeah, and, and, you know, in, in a sense, he would be another guy that you could throw at Paul George and Kawhi. Um, you know, you, you can mention you could throw him on KD or Kyrie or whoever else. But yeah, at the end of the day, you're not going to give up an asset for a guy who's not like – he's a clear upgrade over Alfonso McKinney, yes, but he's still probably not a rotation piece for you. So, yeah, it, it, like I, could, I think it, for a team that needs a wing defender, like Portland, for example, maybe – um, and I, I'm not, you know, suggesting that Portland should do this. I'd have to think about it more. But, like, a team like that that could really just kind of use, like, you want someone to clamp somebody, here you go, have David Nwapa for a second. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it's just, this is, people always make trades for the Lakers. So it's always going to be. I mean, listen, Lakers keep it coming ever. for sure. It's the best team in the NBA. Why not, right? But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, as long as it's fun. We've got, we got to go back to the old frame. As long as it's fun. Does it make a whole lot of sense in my mind? Not really, but. It's a fun trade. It's a fun trade. It's a fun trade. There you are. All right. Well, let's uh, get to the next one, which I'm going to pop on now. Uh, this one is from – we just we just did this guy. Yeah, Asad Ansuri76. No, he did one before that we didn't do. Okay. This is a three-team trade. Um, Atlanta right. trades Collins. Pelicans get Kemba. Celtics change supporting cast and add a third star. Read the description. I will. Let me read the trade first. The Hawks will receive Grant Williams and Marcus Smart from the Celtics, along with the 2021 first rounder from Boston and a 2025 second rounder that is from Boston that is originally from Memphis. The Pelicans will receive Semi Ojale, along with Kemba Walker, and a lottery protected 2024 first round pick from Boston. The Celtics will receive. Alonzo Ball, John Collins, Will Magne, J.J. Reddick, Eric Bledsoe, Tony Snell, and a 2021 second-round pick from Cleveland. All right, why the Hawks do it? Please tell me. The Hawks front office and John Collins failed to come to an agreement for a rookie contract extension. I think they should trade him so they don't have to pay him the bag in the offseason or they don't lose him for absolutely nothing. With this trade, they get back a 3-and-D guard who can provide elite defensive presence next to, to a liability in defense in Trey Young. They also get back a young four who can develop with players such as Cam Reddish and Double O, which I'm thinking is Yeke Kangwu. Lineup. Yeah. Trey Young, Marcus Smart or Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hunter or Cam Reddish, Gallinari and Clint Capella. Why the Pelicans do it? The Pelicans are looking to add looking to trade players like Lonzo Ball, J.J. Redick, and Eric Bledsoe. With this trade, they get all three of them gone and replace them with a superior guard in Kemba Walker. This allows them to let their young guards, such as Kira Lewis and uh, NAW, I know, and Shaquille Alexander-Walker, get more playing time and develop more. They also get back a role player in Semi Ojale and a lottery protected first, which I predict will be in the 24 to 29 range. Lineup, Kemba, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and Steven Adams. Why the Celtics do this? With this trade, the Celtics form a new big three and completely change their supporting cast. They get Lonzo Ball, who can be the primary ball handler. Eric Bledsoe can provide defense off the bench. JJ Reddick provides three and three. Tell Hold me on. Snell. so I'm sorry. So you're starting Lonzo and bringing Eric Bledsoe off the bench. Interesting. Okay. Uh, the new big three. Gotta have okay. it. JJ Reddick, who provides <laughs> three and three. Even though he's shooting 34% from three this year, which is still solid, but just not JJ Redick numbers. Tony Snow provides more bench defense, and John Collins, a complimentary borderline star to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They give up Kemba, who hasn't been Kemba, Grant Williams, and Marcus Smart, who essentially gets replaced, along with two first and a couple seconds. I think, in conclusion, this trade is a triple win. Justin, do you think this trade is a triple win? 
in the fun factor, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, okay. First criticism here, and it's the least relevant piece of the trade. Why are we including Will Magne as a two-way player? Why do the Celtics want Will Magne? They have Taco Fall and Tremont Waters as their two-way guys. Like, did, he, did he provide reasoning? Did he do it on accident? Why did he put in Will Magne? Uh, maybe, maybe he did, but, I mean, here's my question. If a trade like this was to go down, will we'll make will Magne stand in the way of this trade being pulled off? Is this a uh, this a uh, Dylan Brooks uh, <laughs> a Dylan Brooks situation? <laughs> is this is this is this the hurdle there? It might be, man. No, I think you just you just wouldn't include Will Magne. But okay, okay. so the Hawks are trading away um, John Collins and Tony Snell. Tony Snell, you're willing to part with? That's fine. John Collins. Okay, I think this is a good return for John Collins. Um, Grant Williams is a rotational four, uh, small ball five. Marcus Smart is someone who could play alongside Trey and really just be an elite, you know, lockdown presence there. I actually, I really like his fit in Atlanta and how he would be there. I think, you know, guys like, you know, well, they would just, that would give them some some really good wing defenders. And um, they'd have Chris Dunn, Marcus Smart, Cam Reddish. Uh, what's his face? DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella. Like, there's not a lot of shooting there, but that's you know you can put out a pretty nice defensive line up there. And Grant Williams, team. you could put Grant Williams in there at small five if you want to, or put him in at the four. So that does give uh, Atlanta some real some real defenders, uh, which I think would be good for them. Uh, they get a, a first rounder this year. It's going to be a late first if it's Boston's, and then a future second. I, I think that's a fine package for John Collins, especially if you know you're you're looking to move on from him. Uh, looking at the Pelicans, you are giving up Lonzo Ball, J.J. Redick, and Eric Bledsoe for Semi Ojale, who is, again, a rotational power forward, um, end of rotation power forward, and Kemba Walker. So, if you really believe in, in Kemba Walker's ability to become what he once was, like, sure, go for it, make your, make your big three there. Uh, I don't think that that's a. I don't think that that's a bet I would be willing to take. I don't know if I would want to just take on his money right now. Um, you're you're getting a lottery protected first as well in the future. But um, yeah, even if you are looking to move on from Lonzo Ball and uh, JJ Redick, I just don't know if I trust Kemba Walker right now. Um, I just I, I don't know if I believe that. And then you get to the Celtics who are giving up Kemba Walker, who, like, admittedly is an important player for them, uh, that, like, yes. Kemba Walker is an upgrade over Eric Bledsoe and Lonzo Ball. But I feel like the Celtics are in a better position to where, like, they they want that better player right now, even if the future isn't looking so good, whereas the Pelicans are not in that situation. So uh, they, they downgrade from Kemba to... Lonzo and Eric Bledsoe, which is still like that's a, that's a fine guard rotation, you know, along with Peyton Pritchard. Like, you know, that's fine. They get a shooter in JJ Redick. Uh, they they get John Collins, who if they view as one of the guys of this team's future, which I don't know if they do. Um, I don't know if they want to sign Lonzo Ball to a big extension either. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming in this situation they probably waive Javante Green. Uh, and that's how they make space for Tony Snell, who would just be, again, an end-of-bench wing. Um, <laughs> I 
I'm just gonna pass on this one. Uh, it one the Pelicans don't do this. Um, I, I guess. No, I, I can't do it with the Celtics. You're giving up too much. You can't give up. You you can't give up two firsts, Kemba, Marcus, and Grant, and and, and Semi, who's you know a, a fine player for for this. I'm I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna pass here. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. I mean, especially when you're giving up guys that mean a lot to that team for for. I just like you said, I just don't see them doing it. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. You know, what, you know what it is. It, it, it's 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 maybe is a fun trade. It might be a fun trade. I think it is. All right. I'm with you. I'll go. I'll go with that. All right. I think it's your turn to hit the next one, bro. All right, man. Let me back out here. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? Are we going back to? We are going back to Andrew Watto or and Andre Watto, whatever your name is. Zero. All right. Yeah. Uh, Rumored to happen. Wow, this is a very realistic. This is this is basically going to happen. Everybody, oh my god. All okay, right. so this is a before. Okay, so this is extremely realistic, and it's going to happen. We are going to get a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. We are going to get a fourteen, fifteen player, uh, bunch of pick trade. Okay, so we got the Cavs, the Celtics, the Clippers, and the Pelicans. This is a absolute mess. So basically, the Cavaliers are receiving from the Clippers, Celtics, and Pelicans. Terrence Mann, Mfiondu Cabanjale, Grant Williams, Aaron Neesmith, Nicolo Melli, a second rounder from the Clippers via Detroit, a 2021 top 10 protected first from Boston that was contained in the first year, and a 2025 second round pick via Detroit again from uh, the Clippers. So those are a couple of good picks there in the second round. Uh, and obviously you get another late first as well. Uh, what are the Cavaliers giving up here? We'll, we'll just keep reading down the trade. Okay, so the Celtics get Lonzo Ball, Daniel Aturu, J.J. Redick, Andre Drummond, a second rounder from the Pelicans via Cleveland, a first rounder from the Pelicans via L.A., and a second rounder via Washington from the Pelicans as well. The Clippers Get JaVale McGee and Eric Bledsoe. They get uh, back just like we all heard. Just like we all heard. I know. Just like we all heard. <laughs> <laughs> and they also get um, Eric Bledsoe as just, you know, another point guard, which I actually don't hate. Uh, and then the Pelicans get Romeo Langford, Pat Beverly, Pat Patterson, Kemba. Again, everyone's trying to trade Kemba to the Pelicans, apparently. And uh, more second rounders from the Clippers via other teams. So, oh boy, we're we're gonna. This is a lot of reading. I'm not gonna read that whole description. Oh, you gotta so give, they, you gotta give the men, you gotta give the person some respect. There, you gotta help them. Well, I'll, I'll I'll give it my best breakdown as I can. I'm gonna spend like ten minutes reading that thing. That's a mess. Oh my god. But um, okay. So basically, the Cavaliers are trading Andre Drummond and Javale for Terrence Mann, Fiondo Cavanjali, Grant Williams, Aaron Neesmith, and Nico Melli. Um, I'll just start by saying, you know, there are worse packages out there, but the Cavaliers are not going to do a two, four, five trade. Uh, they're not just going to straight up wave three players on their roster. Uh, they'd have to do like Dean Wade. Uh, I'm not even like, like who else would they even wave? I don't even know. Um, 
me go to their roster real quick. So we would definitely okay. wave Dean Wade. You'd, you'd wave Matthew Del Vadova. Uh, not sure who the fifth guy who or the third guy is who you would wave here. Maybe you wave Damian Dotson. I think that would be a bad idea. But okay, so that alone, the Cavaliers are not doing this. Um, maybe if you take out one of these pieces, like do they? I, I don't know how the trade math is working with this, but do they really need to take back like Infondo Kevin Jelly? Maybe if you take him out, that works more realistically. But I'm still going to say no. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see it. The Celtics are giving up. Kemba Walker, Romeo Langford, Aaron Neesmith, and Grant Williams for Andre Drummond and Lonzo Ball. And J.J. Redick, who you could get for like a late first or a couple seconds. Probably a couple seconds. So you're giving up Kemba, Romeo, Aaron Neesmith, and Grant Williams. You're giving up the farm for Andre and Lonzo. I'm just going to say no straight I, I mean, listen, that checks out to me. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you're looking at, but like I look at that and I go, yeah, why, why not? I mean, you're a guy who could clearly get the max next season, and Andre Drummond, am I right? And then Lonzo Ball, he's going to command a high salary. I mean, at this stage of his career, honestly, if you were to ask anyone up the street, Lonzo or Lamelo, who's better, I think you get like fifty fifty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, I'm that's, just kidding. There's your problem with the Celtics. You're going to have to max Andre Drummond. You're going to have to max Lonzo Ball. Daniel Oturo only has two years left on his deal. You're going to have to max him. So can the Celtics even afford these players? I mean, listen, they're going to have to make some tough decisions. I think, obviously, Jalen Brown's going to have to show his way out. I, I mean, honestly, if, if I may, this might be the first trade I don't even think is, is fun. It's just a trade. No, it's just a mess. It's not even a, like, uh, who did this one? Is this an, an Andrew Otto trade? Like, I mean. Have, Congratulations, Andrew Watto. You have made the first trade that is not fun on Fun Trade Friday. And I'm so sorry, Andrew. Like, I know you wanted to do your best, but I, I just I can't rock with it. I I, I mean I like the idea of Eric Bledsoe going back to the Clippers. Yeah, like I mean it's like you want to make one team work out really well, but in doing that, I mean and and also I mean you know what this could be fun, Andrew. Share share the share the sources that this trade is rumored. And this will be a fun trade because then I will laugh at how executives came together to make this happen. You know, if you can give me the source, I'm with you on this. But right now, no. I mean, maybe pieces of this have been rumored to happen. Maybe like like J.J. Redick possibly going to the Celtics. Okay, I can get that piece, you know. Or Eric Bledsoe maybe going to the Clippers. I can get that piece. But like by and large, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You're giving up two prospects and – Four picks, four second-round picks, three of which are going to be pretty good second-round picks. Well, you're giving up three prospects, and Terrence Mann, Tavon Jaley, and Oturu, and you're giving up Patrick Beverly, and you're giving up Patrick Patterson. Keep in mind that the Clippers are a hard-cap team who are sending out one, two, five players and bringing back, like, so that's going to destroy their depth, and they're taking back more money than they're sending out, so they're not going to be able to sign anyone else. So this is going to destroy their depth, even if you get a couple better players. Plus, you're giving up all these picks. In short, no. And it's again, like, it. no, no. Just I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say no, no. We're not doing this. Not a fun trade. Shame on you. We're moving on. Yeah, I'm sorry that this had to be this way, but. It did, and I don't make the rule. Well, I guess we did. All right, we're gonna go right along to our last. 
right here. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do one more here. Um, let's do uh, The Warrior. The Warrior, with the title being, Warriors take on a bad contract and none. Bulls get a nice player in Ubre. The Heat get the perfect power forward for their team. Pretty simple. Warriors get Kendrick Nunn and Andre Godala. I guess that would be the bad contract. Uh, depending on what you think about Kendrick Nunn. Just kidding. The Heat get Ryan Archie Diakono and Laurie Markkinen. And the Bulls get Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, I would say here's the big uh, description as to how this trade works. But all he says is, or whoever, Bulls should get a second. But, I mean, Oubre had a good game yesterday. 40 points. So maybe they shouldn't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Congratulations. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Like, all right. I don't even know. I wouldn't call this trade fun. I'm not going to call this trade not fun. I'm just I'm just not going to comment on this. The Warriors get Kendrick Nunn on Gajala. Uh, the Warriors getting backup point guard okay. help makes sense. I don't know if Kendrick Nunn is your answer. Andre Gajala coming back is a great story. Okay. Did he getting Ryan Archer, Diakon, or Larry Markkinen? I mean, unless you think Markkinen defensively works well with Bam on a bio, I don't know if it's a perfect fit. Um, Ryan Archie Nyakano, I guess he's a heat-type player, you know, hits some threes, kind of gritty kind of guy, but I, I don't really have much of a – he's not going to be much impact player for Miami. I think he's there for the money to work, uh, as weird as that is. And then for the Bulls to get Kelly Oubre Jr., uh, what do you do? You already have Kelly Oubre in Otto Porter. I'm being funny, but I'm just saying, like, I don't understand um, the fit there. Like, is he going to be part of the Bulls' long-term core? Uh, you know, you have to look at to re-sign him next year. I, I, I don't – I don't – no, no. Uh, and also, this is the one trade that changes none of their team's trajectory in projected wins. I love that. Um, that alone is impressive. Yeah, like like you did this, but nothing nothing happens across the board. I, I'm gonna throw it to you, Justin, because I don't even know if I'd like to see. Like, the only thing I'd like to see out of these three is maybe Iggy back in a Warriors uniform, just for the whole good Warriors vibe. But he's not even that same player. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure he can be activated again with that system and everything, but no. I just don't see it happening right now. Kendrick Nunn there, uh, ugh, you know? Um, I, no, I, yeah. Like, I'm thinking this through, and I'm trying to imagine Laurie in a Heat uniform, which I think will be interesting, but I'm not, no. No, I'm just going to give it to you before I keep saying no. Laurie in one of those Heat Vice uniforms would be nice. But um, why are the Bulls trading Laurie Markin and, and Ryan Archidiakono for Kelly Oubre Jr.? Well, that's what, I mean, the dude just climbed for he just climbed up 30% from three. Like, that's why. Like, oh, he can shoot now. Okay, we make the trade. Like, I'm not sure. I don't Do care. Why? Yeah. Why are you trading Laurie Markin and Ryan? Like, Ryan Archidiakono could, could net you something. Laurie Markin has trade value, even if, like, he's, it's not great. Like, you're, you're going to take back an expiring, like, semi-young forward who you're probably going to, like, flip if you resign anyway, or you're just going to let him walk because you're the Bulls and you're reportedly looking to trade everyone anyway. Like, what, what is the reason here for the Bulls to do this? Bulls should I mean, get a second. You're going to trade these guys for a second and Kelly Oubre? You need, like, no, no, this is just no. This is a no. The Bulls are not going to trade Laurie Markkinen and Ryan Archidiakono for Kelly Oubre Jr. If you're the Heat, like, fine, why not? Like, Ryan Archidiakono is probably an upgrade over Kendrick Nunn, at least in my eyes. Um, and Laurie Markkinen is a definite upgrade who could, you know, fit in, I, I think, nicely next to Bam as, you know, a, a floor spacing four uh, moving forward. And he's an obvious upgrade over Andre Godala. Um, and if you're the Warriors, you get Kendrick Nunn. Oh, boy, I don't really know what that does for you. And you get um, Andre Godala, which if you're really just sick and tired 
of Kelly Oubre being Kelly Oubre if you're Golden State and you just want to bring back someone who can actually play with Steph, then sure, bring back Iguodala, let him retire there, that'd be fun. But, um, yeah, so I, I will say, again, the trade passes the fun test because we get Iguodala back on the Warriors. We get no changes in projected wins. I think Larry Markin would be cool in Miami, but this is an absolute no real estate. No, this is not yeah. happening. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm with you. Across the board, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I mean, I think you did better analysis than I have to offer, so I'm just going to leave it at that and say uh, thanks but no thanks. And uh, does we it pass the fun test for you? Yeah, we have to. We have to. Does this pass the fun test for you, though? Oh, it absolutely passes the fun test for me. This is a fun trade. This and at the end of the day, a, uh-huh. that, that's what matters. Like, put the heat back in Golden State and everyone's happy. If, if it passes the fun test, it does its job. That's all we ask. That's, this isn't realistic trade Friday. You know, this is this is fun trade Friday. This is fun trade Friday. Trade. Real, we I can mean, do realistic trade another time. We want, we, we want Andre Iguodala on the Warriors. We, I guess, want Kelly Oubre on the Bulls. So, you know what? We're going to do it. And it's gonna it's gonna be what it's gonna. Thank you. Let's do it. All right. Let's do one more. You you got you got the range there. Yes, I want to do this Turner DC one by Vish from five days ago. Um, basically, Miles Turner to Washington for Thomas Bryant, Troy Brown Jr., Rui Hachimura, Mo Wagner, and a 2021 first, top ten protected. Uh, the Wizards will likely land in the top. 10, so it depends on what the protections are here. Um, if it's, you know, going to be heavily protected through the entirety of it, and then it's just going to, like, relay to, like, two seconds, then probably not as valuable. I think, you know, that, that it's not a super attractive first-round pick. So, basically, if you are Indiana, again, you are going to have to waive some players here. Let's see. You get taking in four for one. You have to waive three players if you're Indy. Uh, let's check this out. The Pacers... Would probably waive Keelan Martin. They would probably waive Jalen McHugh, and they would probably waive Jakar Sampson and Edmund Summer. So keep in mind that you're getting rid of all of those guys and replacing them with Rui Hachimura, who is interesting there. Mo Wagner, who is Mo Wagner. Um, Thomas Bryant, who's torn an ACL, but you know could be an interesting part of the team's future. And Troy Brown Jr. I like this for Indiana. Um, it allows Demontis to, you know, be your one center on the floor. Um, I think Rui is an interesting piece. I'm not sure who do you who do you start at power forward for this team then with like right now. Um, I guess I, TJ Warren mm-hmm. long term answer, but he's hurt right now. I yeah. guess you just start Rui, which is a clear downgrade for Miles Turner, and I think that that like severely damages your defense. I think this trade in general severely damages your defense. Either way, but, you're you know, messing around. Like you, you get Rui and Troy off your bench. Like those were a couple of really nice pieces. Um, you know, if, if you're interested in keeping Mo around long term, it's just a backup bench. You know, floor spacing five, fine. Uh, I think you get you know an, a really nice backup center moving forward. And Thomas Bryan, assuming that you know he's the same player when he returns. Um, yeah, this is this is a fun trade for for Indy. I'm not sure about Washington. Um, 
I guess it like it makes again it makes some sense, but like I think I don't know. I feel like Washington just needs to take chances on all their players because this core is just not going to work even with Miles Turner. Like Beal, Westbrook, and Miles Turner and whoever else is not. It's still not going to win games for you, at least not at the rate that they need to at this point to make the playoffs. So I'm gonna say no. I don't do this if I'm if I'm Washington. Just take chances on the young guys and see if they can become anything more than that. I agree. You have some unpaid potential there. You might as well. Why well, give that first round pick? Um, you might definitely gonna be in the ballpark there. Plus, I really like Troy Brown Jr. Um, I just wish you would free the man. I mean, he's already had like a down year across the board, but just in general, yeah, you. I think you're better off kind of sticking with what you have here. That's all. I'm with it. Yeah, unleash trade 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 Troy Brown trade. Troy Brown Jr. to a team that will unleash him. I want to see Troy Brown Jr. thrive somewhere. I really like him. Yeah. I mean, I think his skill set is intriguing. Exactly. The Cavs. He could be the guy I thought Kevin Porter Jr. could be. He wanted the same scoring upside, but in other ways. Yeah. I watched Kevin Porter highlights in the G League bubble. Oh, my And it just, like, I'm so happy to see him doing well. But it just, like, wrecked my entire soul today watching him play well. Like, it's going to make me sick. If I watch Kevin Porter Jr. like right off the bat, like play great for the for the the, the Vipers and the Rockets, like yeah. it, it, it already, I'm already not feeling well watching. Like, and again, like that's not because I want to see him fail. I just you knew what you were losing. If, At least knew what we were play. losing. We're witnessing it right before our eyes, and it's it hurts. It hurts quite a bit. Well, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. Oh man! But you know what? This is a fun trade, and we're hey, not there. You go. Kevin. We're talking about Maurice Wagner, Maurice Wagner, Indiana Pacer, automatic fun trade. Um, again, this is one that does not change the win projections. It's only two teams, but you know what? We, we're we're having fun out here. So that's the only thing that matters in these trades. Um, I have. So I think next time we do this, or next week if we do this again, uh, Justin, I want to. I want to. I'm gonna add some. Uh, I'm gonna say me and you both bring a trade of our own to the table. I like that idea. I think, I think we should, we should spice it up a little bit, grade ourselves, see if it's a fun trade. But yeah, you like it? I like it. I like I like where we're heading here. All right, that sounds like a plan. We're gonna we're gonna add our uh, own contributions. Yeah, exactly. I might even clip it and link it to the pod. Why not? Why not? Let's have some fun with it. Let's 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 make some fun trade Fridays. All right. Well, that is it for another edition of Fun Trade Friday, and also another edition of Round Ball Ramble. If you're looking for Justin. His analytical takes and the ultimate decider of what is and is not fun in an NBA trade. Check him out on Twitter at JustinMatch26. If you're looking for some analysis from me, um, that's what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be expert analysis, but it's going to be analysis. Uh, find me on Twitter at CorbinNBA. Pretty simple, CorbinNBA. Check out the fine folks of HoopBall on Twitter at HoopBallTweets. Online, Hoop-Ball.com. Make sure to do that. Uh, the content being cranked out on the fantasy end is ongoing and very thorough and very good. They actually have the What Are We Watching For, which is the tweet storm that Dan Bresbris, Adam King, and others do uh, that basically checks out each game and previews it from a fantasy perspective on Twitter. They have turned that into a little bit of a video. So you can check that out, uh, you know, several times a week on YouTube. Check out uh, Hoopball for the link on that. Aside from that, for Justin, for myself, we are Frosty. Y'all stay Frosty, and we will talk to y'all real, real soon. I this has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.